Thank you. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it was great to hear it. And Joe, don't you send emails with your writings and things like that out to folks? How can people get in touch with you? Yeah, I have a website at spiritboy.org, and they can email me, and I'll put them on my email list. They'll get to know when my recordings will be available and, uh, and other upcoming performances. And I know that that name was given to you sort of tongue-in-cheek at, some, at one right. time. People were kind of teasing you, yeah. yeah. But I think you've grown, in, you've grown into it really nicely. Right, thank you. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in. Thank you, Sean. All right, you're welcome. Ali, are you going to take us out with some uh, wisdom? Yeah, well, it's just, um, yeah, I mean, it's really good to hear a song like that that kind of does connect us and connects nature to us and also um, connects us all to the sun is the other thing. You know, mm-hmm. the sun as giver of life and creator of really everything that grows and thrives on this Mother Earth. You know, there is that interaction that we don't want to forget about between Mother Earth and the, and the sun. And that's one of the things that he talked about at the talk yeah. last night, which is that likewise with eating food and breathing air and bathing, mm-hmm. that you have to be aware of fire. Right. And, you know... And that means the fire within us, because our bodies stay at a constant temperature. We have this fire within us mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and I mean, the other thing is we're in a time when we may feel um, disempowered and living in a world of fear where the powerful people seem to have gone mad. I mean, it's really <laughs> encouraging to hear um, this type of power. I mean, this is the real power, the spiritual power, and this is the power... They can really change things on the planet and change things within ourselves, change things within our environment. And the people with weapons can't stand up to this. No, they can't stand up to the rain. They can't stand up to this guitar. That's <laughs> 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 my weapon. <laughs> and you're wielding it quite deftly, I might add. All right. Well, I think we're out of time. We're going to move over for Mike Perini. He's showing up today. And uh, words of wisdom from Joe. Every moment of every day is really uh, Mother Earth Day. Yes, it is. I like that. All right. Looking forward to seeing you all next week. Renegade Solutions is a white buffalo woman production. It is engineered by Carl the Fish for Ali, Transboy, Bratton, (laughs) and Joe Riley, Spirit Boy. Thanks so much. Remember, we are all related. Mitako ye. Oh, yasin. Peace. This has been an Encore presentation. The following is an Encore presentation. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What's said If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I eat? them anyway cause every time I have half a mind to leave you babe that means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor good evening I'm Mike and I will be so for the next half hour Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and you know, we've done a lot of shows about chickens, and this is true, but we really haven't done a lot of songs about dogs. We have not given dogs their due, and there's going to be a lot of dog due on today's program, let me assure you. Today's guests are Jason. He's dying. He's dying. See, that was, that was, that was the best joke I've had in the last five seconds, I'll tell you. Ruff! Uh-huh. Yeah, see, I think he...
Jason likes bad jokes. Jason likes bad jokes, doesn't he? Don't you, Jason? Jason likes bad jokes, don't you, Jason? Yeah. And our other guest is uh, Leslie. I married such a funny guy. <laughs> Jason and, and Leslie are here all the way from Ypsilanti, Michigan, coming here to Ann Arbor, Michigan, to tell us about dog food because... They make their own dog food. We haven't been to Ipsy in a while, actually. Oh, okay. We've come all the way from the Almadinger neighborhood. In Ann Arbor? Yeah. Wow, yeah. all the way from Ann Arbor. Yeah, we're, we've graduated. Wow, okay. See, I'm still in high school. I still live in Ipsy. But this is a show about food, and today we're going to talk about dog food and dogs and dogs eating dog food. And we're going to hear some dogs eating dog food here on Pandora's Lunchbox. But first of all, we're going to hear Ypsilanti native Iggy Pop doing a song about dog food, shall we? My good dog. That was Iggy Pop, and that was dog food. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. That's with... Hambone's favorite song right there. Really? Yep. So this is Jason and Leslie talking about their dogs and the dog food they make. So one of them's named Hambone, yes? That's and correct. And the other's named Max. Hambone and Max are the two dogs. And they eat. They eat. That's food. excellent. <laughs> I like that about dogs. They're very unusual, though, at least one of them in terms of his diet, because he is a vegetarian dog. Wow. Yeah, that's true. We have a vegetarian dog. Not because we are, are hippies about the way we raise our dogs, although we're, we certainly have that element, but he was decreed by, uh, by Mother Nature to be a vegetarian. Wow, and it's not nice to fool Mother Nature, so it's <laughs> no. good to know. It's impossible, actually, to fool Mother Nature. So, uh, how did you know that your dog was a vegetarian? Shall I tell the story? Yes, please. Well, over, you know, about the time that he turned two, he, uh, well, there was a story I often tell about the disappearing butter, and we went through a lot of sticks of butter over the course of a couple of weeks. 
And uh, it was shortly after that that anytime Max would eat food, he would begin itching himself and running his nose along the couch. And, yeah. uh, he eventually got to the point where he was chewing spots on his body raw. Ooh. And the vet that I took him to said, well, it's probably a food allergy. And I said, well, then what do I do? And he said, we'll try a different food. So from there, I embarked on a uh, six-year odyssey of taking him through all the different kind of kibble, including Hachenflachen, the special elite German dog food. Wow. Could you say that again, please? I like Hachenflachen. Okay, go ahead. There's probably a dog food seller out there who'll call up and correct me on the pronunciation. <laughs> but I but, like um, now I started making food for him and uh, going through all the ingredients until eventually, <laughs> actually, the way that I finally figured it out was the day that we were at a barbecue out in Windsor, Canada, across the border, mm-hmm. back when you used to be able to go over there. And uh, <laughs> I, um, there was this big hunk of fat, and I gave it to the two dogs, and Max ate up his half, and he was wrecked for days afterwards. And it's... It's pretty obvious now, actually. You give him a little bit of meat, and he starts itching and scratching. So ah. so Leslie actually has a very good um, explanation for how this could be that a dog is vegetarian, because I'm sure your listeners are out there scratching their heads saying, a vegetarian dog? Somehow this doesn't make any sense. There's existential <laughs> questions that just wow. come up. How oh. do you know you're vegetarian? I guess is one of them. But <laughs> exactly. The length of the intestines. The length, the length of, the of the intestines, says Arwolf. Humans have very long intestines. Dogs and cats have very short intestines. If you have short intestines, you eat meat, so you can expel it quickly from your body. But do go ahead. Wow. Well, yes, good thing okay. we have our veterinary expert here today. Yes. <laughs> Dr. X. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Dr. Arworth, thank you. So, yeah, Leslie has a very elegant explanation for how a dog could be a vegetarian. I think it's pretty obvious that in his, maybe his last life, he was a monk, a Buddhist monk, and he was sneaking off every now and again outside the monastery and eating meat. And so when he came back... No, no, I swear, it's just tofu! (laughs) When he came back (laughs) this time... Was he it is. a tofurkey, maybe? <laughs> Definitely not, because he is a dog who cannot eat meat, which is very strange. But not as uncommon as you would think. Hmm. Right, so he, he died, and when he came before the Buddha, the Buddha said, You know, Max, you were a great monk, very compassionate, but I saw you eating the meat, and so I'm going to condemn you now to life as a dog that cannot eat meat. And he is compassionate. He's as compassionate as any monk I've ever met. Oh, yeah. So. That's great. So extremely. Fair. So Fair what kind assessment. Of <laughs> he measured his intestines. <laughs> I have not. We'll have to wait and do the autopsy. Yeah, uh, now I'm interested. Now, uh, what kind of dog is Max? Yeah, 100% genuine mutt. Oh, okay. Pure, half purebred shepherd, mutt. Half hound dog of some kind, yeah. Okay. So, and uh, ham bone is... Ham bone. Ham bone is also 100% genuine mutt. Okay. But... They said at the pound that his mother was a 15-pound half chihuahua mix, and it looks like he's got some lab in him. Mm. And they say maybe some chow, but at the vet lately, the last visit, because he's got this, these oh, double right. dew claws on his back, on his hind legs. Truly it's, mutant, yeah. You know, some very particular breeds that I've never heard of before that they said he probably comes from. I have no mm. idea. Wow. The double dew claw mystery. Wow. It's got more toes than you can count. 
Wow. <laughs> on one hand. On one hand, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we're learning so much today already on, on the, the first oh, dog show on Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm so glad that we're doing this. Yeah. And uh, we're going to try to listen to a little bit of dog music now. Uh, this is designed for humans, however, uh, but dogs might like it too. And actually, this is a computer that's not necessarily designed for me because I'm not very good at these things, the MP3s and the C3POs and whatchamacallits. And, but we're going to try to play this song for a poodle and see what happens and we have silence and okay so never mind that instead we're not going to hear a serenade <laughs> to a poodle we're going to hear something almost as good this is jim neighbors in the role of gomer pile <laughs> turn it up make the dogs howl this is going to make this is going to make a lot of people howl i think this is hot dog heart the following song is not hot dog heart Went to see a gypsy woman late last night Told her everything I do, it never works out right I gave her all my money, nearly 40, 11 cents She said you need a magic word to give you confidence Just say Shazam, zip zap, man, you gotta put a whammy on You can move the world or walk into the Pentagon No one's ever heard that special secret word So if you want your way, just remember what to say Shazam! Shazam! I went to see a banker with a white shirt on I tried to get along but my account was overdrawn And since my credit rating don't exist I asked him for the money with a brand new twist I said Shazam, zip zap, man, I went and put a whammy down Banker changed his mind, said how'd you like to buy the town Made me a VP, people can't you see If you want your way, just remember what to say Shazam! Shazam! Birds, but she chose me when she heard these words. I said, Shazam, zip zap, honey, won't you come and be my wife? You can clean house and cook for me all my life. Now I know, and it really goes to show. If you want your way, just remember what to say. Shazam, 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 Shazam. Shazam? Is that a question? That's Gomer Pyle? And that's Hot Dog Hard? Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm done talking like that. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and Gomer Pyle, I mean, Jim Neighbors, actually did, did a lot of records in his, his persona as Jim Neighbors, which I believe he was. But uh, he did one record as Gomer Pyle, and you've just been lucky enough to hear that one on Pandora's Lunchbox. This is a show about food, and today it's about dog food. We've got two guests who make their own dog food. Jason and Leslie. Now, tell us something about what you do to make dog food. And well, when did when did you start making dog food? What what brought that on? Shall we say? Gosh, I've been making dog food for say ten years now. I'm putting here a dog chef about the best as they come. I think. Very often, how I do it is when Leslie's preparing a fine meal for humans. I'm next to her in the kitchen preparing a fine food for dogs and like a dog i'm taking little bits of the vegetables and little bits of that and throwing it into the dog food while she's turned away it's so good that several of our friends have eaten it voluntarily oh that's true yeah they've li practically lived off it i was going to ask 
if humans can eat your dog food. Yeah, it's actually, it's pretty good. There's nothing in it that you don't eat already, more likely. Except maybe bone meal, (laughs) but you can use a little bone meal, I think. We throw bone meal in for calcium. Calcium, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of ingredients. In fact, I brought, you know, for those of of you in all seriousness who are out there Mm -hmm. listening, saying, wow, I've always thought about making my own dog food. There is this dog food bible here um from dr pitt cairn yes dog food bible the joy of making dog food uh <laughs> dr pitt cairn's complete guide to natural health for dogs and cats by none other than dr pitt cairn and it's got this really cute picture on the front of a lab door staring into the eyes of a kitty cat oh dang the old or new testament <laughs> arwell fasks if that's the it is old the apocrypha is that the older New Testament are will fast? That's the question. <laughs> um, but I can attest to the fact that if you feed your dogs a natural health diet, they will never. This whole scene with a dog and cat staring into each other's eyes, that's still fantasy. <laughs> still craves. Hey, cat you say meat. that, but Hambone, when he was a young pup, had a cat for a brother. And they would play, they would wrestle. They're both the same age a little puppy, a little kitten. And oh. Would they eat the same food? They would, yeah. yeah. I caught them e- on the table eating the tuna fish one day. Oh, wow. Right. Together. Right. And then what happened? I mean, they went into the real world and they, they got those bad messages that, that cats and dogs shouldn't be together. Is that, is that what well, that was about? I mean, the cat actually got hit by a car. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well. It wasn't my cat. It was my roommate's cat. Hmm. Such is life, and some must die. That'd be sad. So this book actually has a lot of different uh, good natural health uh ideas for your pet as well as many recipes for cooking dog and cat food it's actually interesting it mentions that dogs can be can survive on a vegetarian diet whereas cats cannot and i forget exactly maybe it's an amino acid or something that simply is not available in anything other than meat and so there there is no such thing as a vegetarian cat whereas the dog thing is not not only not impossible, but according to our vet down in Celine, it's not as rare as you might think. Um, right, the allergy yeah, to the, the meat protein thing. comes from year after year of... Or generation after generation. Right, better put, generation after generation of dogs eating the same kibble, meal after meal, and mm. then their offspring eating the same kibble, meal after meal. Those vets telling telling their clients you need to buy this particular dog kibble and don't ever change their diet ever meanwhile taking golfing trips to florida on (laughs) i am's money (laughs) (laughs) you've heard the story and i mean yeah we've talked about allergies in the show and that's true for humans too if you eat the same thing over and over and over again you are more susceptible to become allergic to that thing peanut butter peanut butter for instance yeah. If you just eat it over and over and get over again. Get that peanut butter out of your face again, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get allergic. And if you, I don't know if you want to eat peanut butter, feed that to dogs. But just the concept of dogs eating all one thing because they like it. And they don't want any variety in their lives. They're just dogs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there is some kind of twisted logic that your dogs, uh, you know, uh, there might be a vet out there who's going to pounce on us for misinformation. But... They say that you, you'll wreck your dog's intestinal system if you change its food, but uh, it's a carnivore, and I'm sure if you followed canines around in the wild, they they're not anything. that picky. They will eat anything. <laughs> That's right. And, and not even just in the wild will they eat anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some of their yeah. favorite diets include 
Diet items include books, <laughs> socks, little, little trinkets, Maps. you know, dogs. Yes. Lo- well, not that I'm recommending feeding them books or the homework or whatever. Well, and tampons, actually. Max has eaten tampons. Ew. I'm sorry. This is the radio. I forgot. This is Pandora's Lunchbox and WCB and FM and Arbor, <laughs> which is what I say yeah. whenever that. And there. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, yes, here we are. And uh, <laughs> so uh, we have, I think, some sounds of... Uh, of making food for dogs, do we not? Now, if I do this, this is this computer thing again. Let's see what happens if I do this. Aw, oh, man. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, which I'll just say again. <laughs> it's very The awesome. iTunes interface just ain't working for you, huh? No, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, uh, right. My, Mike's paws are too big for the little buttons. My paws are too big for the buttons. <laughs> well, in that case, let's listen to Hank Williams. Let's see what Hank Williams has to say about all yeah, this. Yeah, good dog song. Came in last night at half past ten That baby of mine wouldn't let me in So move it on over Move it on over Move it on over Move it on over Move over little dog Cause the big dog's moving in She's changed the lock on our front door And my door key don't fit no more So get it on over Here is mighty small, but it's better than no house at all. So ease it on over, move it on over, drag it on over, move it on over, move over, old dog, cause a new dog's moving in. So pack it on over, move it on over, tote it on over, move it on over, move over, nice dog, cause a mad dog's moving in. She warned me once, she warned me twice, but I don't take no one's advice. So scratch it on over, move it on over, shake it on over, move it on over, move over, short dog, cause a tall dog's moving in. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, Hank Williams, and move it on over. Thank you, Hank. I appreciate that. Now let's see what happens if I do this. Okay, so here I am in the kitchen. I'm going to prepare food for the dogs. Dog food bowls, 
Dogs, leave the kitchen. Out, 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 out. Out of the kitchen. Out, out, out. You always gotta keep the dogs out of the kitchen. I'm here with Jason in the kitchen, kitchen while he's preparing food for the dogs. For we are in the Pandora's lunchbox. Uh, kitchen, studio, A, kitchen. Pull yeah, the dog that's food it. out of the refrigerator. Oh, yes, you do love your food. The trusty dog food spoon, one of these big spoons. We've been through a few because storing thick grain will eventually weaken the spoon's neck. They get weak there. Okay, so I'm spooning out what's left. This batch of dog food. It's lasted, hmm, let's see now. I think I made this on Tuesday last week. And it is Tuesday now, so it lasted seven days. It's the second container of it. Hambone gets a little bit less Max because we fortify his with kibble. So there we go. Max will just get the rest of this. Every last grain. Nutrition and bulk. Energy. Let's see. Next, grab hair bones, kibble. Glass inside, about the right amount. This is Pandora's lunchbox. Jason is preparing homemade dog food. Listen closely. The thinking person's pet food. I never quite understood that line. The thinking pet person food. This looks like ground turkey. Turkey? Yeah, a little bit of that. I guess, uh, what do I say? It's a little more than a tablespoon of raw turkey meat, sometimes cooked, sometimes raw. Pour hot water over it. And then vegetarian protein. Doggies like tofu, especially the firm stuff. Love these cubes, and I rip it in half. And big size chunks, they like to chew. And of course, Hambone likes just a little tofu. Supplement that meat diet. He's feeding his dog tofu. Protein. And finally, today we're gonna be naughty. Finish this can off of tuna off. Give Max what's left of this tuna. Tongol tuna. Fish oil, of course, is good for all carnivores. So it's high in uh, omegas, eh? Put meat back in, everything else was finished up. And uh, now we just wait for that tea kettle to boil, and you dogs know the program. As soon as that boils, we'll be pouring it over the dog food, poaching that meat a little bit, and stirring it up. And of course, the dogs know the sound. They know what to listen for. As in all good cooking shows, we preheated this water so that it would boil perfect for us. 
This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and just a little bit of a trip to the kitchen there with Jason and Leslie. Thank you, Jason, for that demonstration, and running back into the studio as quick as you can. And Yeah, kind of like a doggy, you're running back in the studio. I gotta run back as soon as that water starts boiling. Yeah, okay. Jason and Leslie talking about making their own dog food. Can you talk just a little bit again about some of the ingredients, just real quick? I just want to say, I, on my way over to the studio today, I stopped at the People's Food Co-op and picked up a huge bag of bulk tofu there, which we do oh. once or once a week or every Why don't every you talk about some of the ingredients so. in dog food? Oh, well, you get, you get your two kinds of grain, like a, a brown rice and millet, or brown rice and oatmeal. Because, you know, two grains mixed together, just about any two grains mixed together provides you with all the proteins that humans and dogs need to survive. And then you've got you've to have a little kelp, maybe. Right. Green stuff is good for all living things. Kelp as far is as we can very tell. good for us all. Uh, a little bit of bone meal. Oh, an interesting story about the vegetables. We always had vegetables, finely chopped, usually boiled. And some people are often surprised that we would feed our dogs vegetables. You feed your dogs vegetables. <laughs> but as it turns out in the wild, canines make the kill, and the alpha dog comes in right after the prey has been killed, and the first thing eaten or dug for is the stomach of the prey with the uh, barely processed vegetables. That's like, that's the booty in every dead creature in the canine world. Ah. And then the rest is eaten up after that. So, anyway, any other ingredients? Oil. Now? Oil, right. Oil, the, the fatty. Flaxseed oil would be the best, but it's so expensive. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, now we have the sound of happy dogs eating. We've skipped oh. ahead to uh, that portion of the program here. Let's take a listen for just a moment here. Thank you, Jason and Leslie. For the show about dog food, this has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for at least as long. Coming up next, it's Face the Music with Jim Dwyer. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Man. Got up on the bar and like kicked everyone's drinks off. That was that was a good moment. 
But uh, they all came back the next night. Todd A. from Firewater, and you're listening to WCBN 88.3 FM, Ann Arbor. By the look 